we're working. Oh yeah. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? It is Real Fitness Talk here with Coach Robert. Hey, Coach Christian. What's up, everyone? Oh yeah. Hope everybody's been doing good. It's a new video. It's episode two, episode dos. Yeah, and we got the kettlebell this time instead of the dumbbell. Woo! Oh, yeah. Well, you know we're going to change it up on you, baby. Dumbbells, exactly. kettlebells, fit bands, whatever it is you need, you know we got it when it's fitness related. There you go. Exactly, man. How was your weekend? Hey, you know what, man? Things were really good. But, um, you know, something, just talking about the weekend in general, like uh, the big thing is with, with food. You know, I, I was I was hanging around some people that have a really bad relationship with food, and, and they watch me eat, and they go, Christian, like, how do you eat so much? You know, how, how do you have so much on your plate? You're so lean. You're so lucky. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm eating to fuel myself. Like, eating this is protein. This is some carbs for the muscles. Here's some healthy fats. You know, and, and I always try to explain to them I'm eating in balance. But at the end of the day, man, my weekend was really spent talking about, like, how people have bad relationships with food. And I spent time educating my friends and my family on why they need to really develop a healthier relationship in their mind with what they're eating. You know, because the big thing that I realized is that when it comes to food, when it comes to nutrition, guys, it's either looked at as a fuel source or an emotional outlet to kind of give you some dopamine, give you a little high, give you a little rush that is going to numb you for a little bit, right? And right. it's very temporary. Like, you eat a donut, that donut's good for two minutes, but then afterwards, you you already feel guilty about it. Like, you know going into it, they, they feel guilty about right. it, but they yeah. still make that decision I, anyway. I think I think you made a really valid point when it comes to the, the emotional aspect. Not only just, like you said, that dopamine, that high, but also that... Um, Filling in, you know, when we're in that bad state too, you know, like I'm feeling down. I just went through a bad breakup. I just, you know, got my heart broken. Whatever the case may be, some some down low emotional level, people feed themselves like feed themselves with food to feel that emotional fill, some way feel that gap, you know. So I th I feel like you have to understand that there is a difference between it's fuel, like you said. And not in an emotional state. Because, I like, we come from Hispanic families, you know? <laughs> Amen. And that. my grandma, she gets upset if I don't eat her food. Ooh. You can ask my mother, you can ask my tia, you can ask, you know, like, she'll make pupusas, she'll make tamales, you know? And she's like, why don't you want to eat my food, mijo? Don't you love me? No me quieres? You don't like, what's, is my food disgusting? She gets, it's triste, mijo. It's like, you sad? Like, what's going on? Like, who broke your heart? I'll find that girl, like. It's it's bad because, you know, for me, it's like I try to stay as very strict as possible. Don't get me wrong. I still enjoy myself. I envelop, you know, as much as I want. But, of course, I can't have it all the time. So there is that emotional attachment, you know, especially if you come from a very close family where food is how they show affection. You, you know, know uh, food is cultural. Like, food is truly cultural. Like, the big thing about food that I always explain to my clients is they go in, they're like, I'm ready to give up carbs. I'm ready to make all the sacrifices. I'm going to drop everything. Right. And I go, okay, so when your son uh, graduates high school or graduates whatever it is, right, you're telling me that you guys aren't going to go out to dinner afterwards and enjoy that. And you're going to uh, suffer at uh, that. Uh, they, they Exactly. And that's the big thing, guys. Like, food is so cultural that we use it to celebrate. We use it to bond. All right. So, when you're using food and you're using um, a time, right, to get together, and that food is the bond, it's the glue that keeps the family, the friends literally getting together, guys. Like, that is something so positive in your life. It is horrible to have a bad relationship with it. Or even worse, to deal with the weekends where you go out and you're at a party and you're with people that you love, but you feel like, I'm 
I'm on this fitness journey and now I feel held back. Now I feel like right. I literally can't even enjoy the party. I can't even be bonding with these people it's, because it's, I'm not sharing it's, moments. It's a better, as a coach, you know, as a person that works out, it's a bittersweet uh, thing when you hear your members like, I'm just afraid of, of, of eating the carbs. It's, it's in a sense like, all right, I'm glad to hear that you're committed to wanting to eat healthy and all, but don't be afraid of eating you know, you, we have this thing where as humans, we, we get scared of food. And when we start, especially when we start a new nutrition regimen, it's like, well, I can't eat carbs. I can't eat sugar. I can't eat this. I can't eat this, 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 this. It just, you pile on so many negatives of what you cannot eat versus limiting the amount of what you should be eating. You get me? So that's the big thing. It's like, I don't want, I don't want my members or my clients to stop themselves and starve themselves and enjoying what is... Uh, essentially life you know what is food but we have to also understand we got to stop slow ourselves down like all right am i gonna eat one tortilla or am i gonna eat 10 tortillas that's that's the big faction you get me it's it really always is about balance guys and like the big thing is is that this whole episode our whole topic in mind for you is to you know like talk about make sure that you're not labeling yourself mm -hmm. because exactly what robert is talking on is people label themselves like i'm on keto i don't eat carbs i'm fasting i don't eat breakfast i'm low fat i have to avoid all those fats and i have to eat every two or three you know hours and i have a sweet tooth i gotta eat them hershey's it, that's me. Like, you know, I, I seriously, that, that, that is it's not my label anymore, but it's emotional. And that's what I'm talking about. I train hard all day and I eat clean all day. But you know what, bro? I, I'm telling you, at 9 o'clock at night, like, I always crave something sweet. It's cultural. My dad I gave it to me. My dad raised me like, oh, yeah, I have to eat something sweet after dinner. It's mm -hmm. just who I am. And then, he, you know, I started realizing, well, that's my dad. I'm part of him. Like, that's just who I am. It's just am, part right. of my culture. But at the end of the day, like, last night I had to brush my teeth. When I wanted the sweet thing because it was so emotional, I'm like, just brush your teeth, Christian. I'm like, sad. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm but sad, I'm brushing yeah. my teeth. And then I go, oh. Okay, I use my food as fuel, right? I don't have to label myself as someone that needs sugar every night because it's the way I was raised. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, we're, we're human, you know? Like for me, my biggest uh, cravings is cheese. I don't know what it is, but late nights, <laughs> I, it's like I need to make myself a quesadilla. I don't know what it is. And it's like they said, like for you, it's a sweet tooth. I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not really a big fan. Yeah, that's of like sweet. hearty. That's hearty foods, like whole foods, like feeling whole foods. Food, you feeling know? foods. That's my, like, oh, I got to have a quesadilla or two, maybe three, four. That's that good. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Yeah. You know, so, but everybody has those different cravings. But essentially, the biggest thing is, is you want to make sure that you're not afraid of once in a while grabbing like a little snack here and there, you know, that's fine. But the moments like I can't have it at all is the reason why they call it temptation. You start tempting yourself when you completely take it away from yourself. 100%. You know, it's like I tell people, it's like, imagine you're a big fan. I love hamburgers. I love hamburgers, but imagine having your sibling, your friend, your family member, somebody, you know, eating a hamburger in front of you every single day in front of you, you're going to break. You're going to eat that hamburger eventually. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But it might be next week. It might be the month after. It's just one of those things. But like I said, you have to limit yourself when it comes to eating, you know, your food. It's just fitting it within your macros, essentially. 
And you know what? You make a very valid point. Macros, for those that don't know, what we're talking about, like when you say fit it in your macros, the macros prescribed for you is literally how much your body would burn every day. And if you're trying to build muscle and lose fat, AKA just make results in fitness in general, whether you want to tone up or fit into your pants, whatever your goal is, the trainer aspect, we go, you need to build muscle, lose fat. And in order to do that, you need to eat in balance, right? So you have a personal metabolism and you have a certain amount that you can eat, but maybe you're busy labeling yourself as big boned, right? This is who I am. And um, you know what? I was an overweight kid, so I don't want you guys to listen to this and go, he doesn't get it. Um, I've lost 50 pounds on my on my fat loss journey, kept it off, and then it's been, been, been building muscle since. But the thing is, is that a lot of us are like looking in the mirror and they go, hey, I'm overweight and I'm okay being overweight. Like, wh why would you be okay being unhealthy? You know, because in reality, the thing is, it's not about the weight. Like, you're a beautiful person, you're a human being, and it's okay to have some flaws. Like, and they're not flaws. Like, it's who you are at the end of the day. Like, I got stretch marks I'm insecure about. I got some roles I'm still insecure about. Like, you guys might laugh at that, but at the end of the day, it's because I grew up overweight and my roles were always much bigger and I labeled myself. But as a trainer, as a coach, I'm learning to get away from the label because labels are always negative. At the end of the day, I don't care what you say because the person that is labeling themselves as only positive, that's called ego. Right, like right. the person that is too confident is actually just cocky, the, and they the become. The only la true label you should have is "I'm a human." I'm a human, and guess what? As a human, we're gonna make mistakes, right. we're gonna have flaws, and we're all imperfectly perfect. We're individuals. We're unique. Right. Um, so. How are you labeling yourself? What's the story that it's, you've been telling yourself your whole life, specifically with food? My, right. My biggest thing is, is like, it, it, you take a step back, and and look throughout your life, and it's kind of like. What is my relationship when it comes to food? How how am I seeing? Am I coming to emotionally fulfill myself with the food I'm about to eat? Or am I looking at this as the fuel source that I need to keep myself healthy, keep myself working, keep my fitness journey on track? What is what is your approach towards food essentially is what I'm saying. And that's that's the big thing. And you know what, what I, what I even want to touch on, like Robert's talking about using food as fuel so that obviously you guys are watching, if you're watching this, you want results. Like you're right. not watching this because I'm not into fitness. You're obviously into fitness, right? So at the end of the day, you need to look at food as fuel for building muscle, for losing fat. But at the same time, like that's physical health. What about that mental and emotional and spiritual health? Like, for example, I'm going to tell you this, some gummy bears. Yeah, some gummy bears or some gummy <laughs> you worms. You got me like, there. Like, I, like, I like some <laughs> I'm sour a big candy. Fan of gummy bears. Yeah. I can't tell you how beneficial it is for my mental health to have five gummy worms. You know, and at the end of the day, yes, it's sugar. Is it gonna help my physical fat loss? No, not necessarily. But if I time it right and if I'm not overdoing it, then guess what? Those five gummy bears. I'm going to stay on track. It's not, I'm not doing 500 gummy bears, right? I'm going to stay on track for my fitness goals. I'm going to eat them slow, right? Like, that's the, that's the key hack right here. Eat savor. it slow, suck on it, enjoy it. But at the end of the day, guys, like, you don't need to be afraid of foods that are bad for you either. Because by being afraid of enjoying yourself, guess what? You're never going to enjoy yourself. And you're going to become pretty upset mm -hmm. and miserable and not content with your journey. It, it, it reminds me. It's it's like you don't want to be. There's like this meme on the internet, a video on the internet of this guy who has a hamburger on one hand and has like a salad on the other. And he smells it. He's like taking those deep breaths of the hamburger and he's eating trying to trick his mind, trying to trick himself. But in reality, you see he's, he's just sad. He's just emotional that the fact that he can't eat this hamburger. I'm saying like, hey, don't eat the whole hamburger. You can eat like, 
you know, two, three bites of it. And, and essentially, that's your calories right there that you need. But it's like you said, you, you're not going with those 500 gummy bears. You're having those five. You're savoring it. You're enjoying it. I got my fix, essentially. You, you have to prioritize what it is that you want in your life, guys. Look, you got to realize fitness has to be a priority. Your health has to be a priority. My great-grandma's 95 years old. She's like, you know, we don't really know where she's going right now, but I'm going to tell you this. She's a warrior. She's a fighter. And I think about it, and I'm like, she's 95 years old and healthy. And I had this experience this weekend to where literally she grabbed my hand and she looked at me in my eyes and she told me that she loved me. And at the end of the day, that was priceless. And let me ask you this. Do you want that moment with your family when you're 95 years old? And maybe that's far away from you right now, and we're not even thinking about that. But do you want to go early and random? or do you want to protect your health and live life in balance so that you can be the grandma grandpa that still has a glass of wine or still has some sugar and you're like my grandma grandpa they're healthier than ever like my grandma comes from mexico right. man making tortillas from her hand like i'm telling you like that's what she's known for that's what she's great at <laughs> right. and at the end of the day she was eating tortillas and beans and foods that are probably not high in protein and labeled the healthiest in this day and age but right. she is healthier than ever and at the end of the day the fact that she can look at me in my eyes grab my hand and tell me she loves me that's what makes that relationship so healthy and the thing is is that are you doing that for yourself like or do you have that future goal to where hey i want to enjoy life so that when i am on my deathbed and i am at that point i have a smile on my face because my great grandma she was as happy as ever yeah. you, you don't think she knows she's sick like she knows she's sick yeah. and she's still happy i want you guys to have that kind of inner happiness i don't want you to be 90 years old going i wish i would have had a bite of that cheeseburger i deprived myself i'm still dying anyway ways and you know what like was it worth it the truth is you can have your results and you can have the foods you love too but you have to stop labeling yourself you have to stop being negative in your mind and you have to really start trusting that you do have the discipline and you do have what it takes to eat in balance and live in balance right and, and it's funny um when my family saw me finishing up boot camp it they thought i was being starved they looked at me, I looked like a stick. You know, me going, this guy who's just like into bodybuilding. I was training. I was bigger than I am now. You know, I was like, whew, like 220. Just all built muscle. You see me? What happened? They starve you. I'm like, they overfed me. So here's the thing, too. You have to understand that if you're putting in a lot more work than you're used to, you're going to have more hunger. You're going to have to fuel that body okay because we tell people don't starve yourself we've had countless times where we've talked to our clients as a coach as a trainer it's like i'm not eating those carbs i'm not eating this i'm eating maybe 500,000 calories i'm like we're like no 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 don't do that you if anything you have to eat more and one time and big thing is that we we see this countless times over and over again they're not eating enough and people's faces like, what do you mean we need to eat more? I'm trying to drop weight. And we're like, first of all, you're trying to drop body fat. That's the key thing. All right, we're trying to build muscle. We're trying to drop body fat. All right, we're trying to drop those inches. Because I tell people, it should, you should not matter. It should not matter what the scale says. Is it nice to see a couple of pounds drop? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like, great, I lost 20 pounds. But you know what? On the other aspect, if I see the scale go down, it's a negative for me, you know, because I'm trying right. to build muscle. For, so some, for, for, like, me as a guy, it's like I'm trying to build muscle, you know. For women, it's like I'm not trying to build a lot of muscle, but I am trying to look slimmer. I'm trying to wear that nice dress. I'm trying to be looking good for the summer in that bikini. 
I get it. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You have to understand that if you're starving your body from the nutrients that it needs, you're not going to get the results you want either. You have to understand that the body needs to be fed. So when we tell people you got to be eating four or five, six meals a day, they're just like, well, no, that's not going to happen. I'm trying to lose that weight. Why do I have to eat more? We got to keep that metabolism working. You got to keep that body working. And also, if you are eating throughout the day, and, I, and I've said this countless times at the end of a session, don't forget to drink your water. You got to remember, water is also part of your nutrition. People have this tendency to mistake their hunger for their dehydration. It's like, coach, I just finished eating. It's been 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I'm hungry again. Well, have you been drinking water? Oh, uh, no. Because I, I feel like I got to go to the restroom all the time. I'm constantly flushing and going to the restroom. Um, I forget. I don't, ha I don't carry water with me. So that's a big thing, too. Make sure you got your water around you. You got to keep that gallon of water with you. And then it seems like, well, gallon of water? But once you get in that habit, once you get in that routine, you'll realize that, like, oh, I'm more dehydrated than I'm hungry in, in a sense. And I, I myself, is, like I said, I'm only human. I've done that myself. I'm like, drink two glasses of water. Am I still hungry? Yes. All right, my body needs food. So understanding that too, you get me? 100%. Um, and, and like at the end of the day, the water's really digesting those foods and your body needs the energy in any way that it can get. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, so, something that we're talking about is not labeling yourself, but if you notice, everything we're discussing is about labeling food or water or recovery as fuel. Right. And so instead of labeling yourself, instead of calling yourself overweight or I'm short or I'm tall or I'm this or I'm that. Right. What we want you to do is we need you to label food as fuel. And you got to realize this is a marathon race, like a marathon race. Guys, you got to get to that finish line and you're not going to get from mile one to mile 26 on zero fuel. If you've ever ran a marathon or been around a marathon runner or you in the race, fuel. You need they, fuel. every mile they have water and fuel stops. There's literally boosts and people. And like I said, you don't have to have run a marathon so been a part of that there's thousands of people just feeding marathon runners because in order to get from point a to point b you need to fuel the process right and if you got a goal guess what that's point a point b baby so you're gonna need to fuel your process and you need to stop labeling food as negative and as hey this is gonna cause me bad but food is actually fuel and it's gonna get you from point a to point b and then guess what once you make it a point b you're gonna go i need a new point i'm gonna go from point b to point c and food is gonna be what takes you there all right and the big thing is you gotta remember you gotta energize the process like are you lacking energy i want you to be real with yourself right now like let me ask you this are you depressed on your journey are you not satisfied with the results that you're getting? Have you been busting your butt, but you're not seeing the result on the scale or even in the mirror in your own mind, right? Then at the end of the day, that means you're doing something wrong. And it's it's not you. You're probably busting your butt in the gym. But you got to remember, it's more than just the gym. It's about how you feel along the process. If every step you take is a drag and you're carrying your leg along, you're not going to get there in a good place. You got to keep your chin up, keep your head up. Yeah. And you got to literally have some pride in your chest and you got to be proud of who you are, right? But you got to realize that, hey, I'm not labeling myself as 
whatever it is you want to label yourself as that can be negative, but you're labeling yourself as someone that's in progress. I'm a human that is in progress. I'm in route. I'm on the journey to where I need to be. And guess what? I'm exactly where I need to be at every point in time in my life. Like where you are right now is exactly who you need to be. And you need to stop beating yourself up for not being that future version of yourself. You get to the future version of yourself by being present in the moment. So be present and realize that you're great. Realize you already got what it takes and stop labeling yourself as something negative. Start start labeling yourself as like, I am strong. I am courageous. I can do this. I got this. The second right. that you make that shift is the second that food becomes your best friend, but you become your own best friend and then results become your best friend. It's uh, last night, uh, Amanda talked to me. She's uh, one of our clients, um, one of our members that comes to 7 p.m. She's like, Robert, I had an amazing weekend. I'm like, why is that, Amanda? She's like, I had a formal event for my for my work. I threw on the dress. I looked amazing. It's like the weight scale wasn't moving and all this stuff. Like the 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 weight wasn't there. The body fat's dropping. The muscles going off. She's like, but I realized I dropped almost 11 inches in total. I threw on that dress. I felt amazing. People tell me I looked amazing. I felt amazing, and that's and as me as a coach as a trainer, I'm like, yes, yes, that's a love to hear. You know, she's like, I've been busting my butt coming in here. I'm putting in the work, and I just felt like. I'm just like, the weight scale's not moving. It's not moving. But then when I put on that dress, it's like, it, it, it clicked. It made sense. This is why I started. This is why I'm continuing. This is why I'm not stopping, you know? And she's a motivator. I love her when I see her in the session. She gets all the people around her pumped up, you know? She's like, let's keep going. She get those high fives. She get her woos. She's getting happy. She's because one of our most motivators. She's one of our biggest motivators. And I see her, and I'm, I'm like, that's amazing. You know, that's essentially, as a coach, that's what we love to hear, is that you feel amazing. The, like I said, the inches, the weight loss, the body fat, the body fat loss, that's going to come with time it's time it's a process but here's the biggest thing for myself and I tell others learn to love the process once you learn to love the process you're gonna enjoy the results even more it's that super sweet taste just like those five gummy bears <laughs> <laughs> but and I tell and, and like seeing her face and just the enjoyment the excitement she's like oh I cannot wait to see what's next and that's the biggest thing about fitness, all right? Because like I said, we've talked about a lot of the downs, the emotional the, of, the, of, of the fuel that is food and everything. But we also got to talk about the ups, how you feel after knowing that you fueled your body, you stayed healthy, you stayed on point, you haven't stopped yourself, restricted yourself. You're like, I'm putting in the work, I'm making it happen, I'm feeling amazing, I look amazing. My friends, my family members, heck, even strangers tell me, I look amazing. You knowing, I'm like, this is great. This is phenomenal. There's a reason why I, I'm continuing with my journey, with this path. I'm not straying away. Because the biggest thing, I had a friend, a member, who's, who's very, really close. And I hadn't talked to him in years. And he re recently, he saw the first episode. He's like, dude, it's like, it's, we hear all these trainers, all these coaches. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. And everybody around me, I'm going to change their life. And I, we get that. You know, as coaches, as trainers, we want to make sure that we have an impactful uh, mindset with our clients, with our members, with our, pe with our listeners, with our viewers. But here's the biggest thing. We're human, too. 
And we've had our falls. Like I said, I've had my dips downs like where I've gained weight. I've had my roller coaster when I've come up. I lost weight. You know, it's a big, it's an up and a down. For Like I said, for myself, I'm sure you've had your ups and downs. I'm sure our listeners, our viewers, they've had their ups and downs. But like I told people, and I'll say it over and over again, you can't get off that roller coaster. you got to stick it out. And the more you stick it out, the less downs, the, the less downs you have. They're going to be there. Without a doubt, it's life. We're human. We're ha- we're gonna have those moments of weakness. I've had my moments of weakness, but you gotta continue with the journey. You gotta continue with the progress. And you know what the big thing is is like when you know if you've never been on a roller coaster, you're nervous, you're afraid, and when you're going especially up, in the beginning, exactly, it's like saying. click 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 click, click. <laughs> and and it's it's the anxiety builds up, and you don't know what's gonna happen, yeah. right? You know, but you don't know exactly, and then you drop, and then literally it's like you're dropping the weight, right? The roller coaster drops, ooh, it's like such a rush. <laughs> you come back up and you go back down, but and then you, you get off the ride, and you're but like, let's go thing, again. Though. It's it's a combination of excitement and anxiety all at the same time, and that's how your fitness journey is. You're, oh, oh, I don't know about this. Uh, it, it, that's how it is. It really is a true roller coaster. And then the second time around, though, like let's say you love the roller coaster. You're let's like, do Man, it again. Dude, let's do it again. <laughs> but that yeah. next time you're going click, 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 you know the suspense is building. Oh, crap, this is hard. It's an uphill battle. Like, But you know what to expect. You know on the other side of that that there's going to be something positive. So when you first get started, right, you know, you don't know. You just click, click, what's on the other side? What's it's on the other side? side? And then guess what? You're doing the workouts. You think you're eating healthy. You think you're getting good sleep. You're trying to drink water, and you don't know what's going to happen. But once it happens, once you give it two months, boom, like, and you get 10 pounds down, and you, you feel good about yourself, you're like, let's do it again and it gets better and better and better that adrenaline only builds and that rush only builds and the big thing is is that you guys got to realize you got to keep riding it like don't don't be too afraid to hop on that roller coaster because yeah it's going to be nerve-wracking and you're not going to know what's going to happen at first but once you go through that ride once guess what you're going to repeat the process and it's actually going to get funner and funner every time and unlike roller coasters where if you do it too much you're going to get dizzy if you actually (laughs) keep on this process and you keep doing it over and over again it's going to make you feel the most confident and healthy. Exactly. It becomes more enjoyable. It's going to become fun. Yeah. You're going to become to the point to where, hey, you're human with flaws, but you love showing up and you <sighs> embrace those flaws because you know that's that's room to get better. I tell people there is no better feeling knowing that I'm ready to go work out. I'm excited for to work out. And I that's uh, that's <laughs> I'm like, once you get to that point, I am excited to work out. I'm excited to see what's going to happen today. There is no better feeling as a coach, as a human, and ourselves, too. Like, we're like, dude, I got this great workout today for myself. Oof, I can't wait, you know. Knowing once you get to that level, it's just even more enjoyable. It's more sweet than bitter than anything. Always. Don't get me wrong. There are moments during the workout where I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. My legs are shaking. I'm sweating. It's hard to breathe. And I tell people, hey, just keep smiling. Keep smiling because you know it's worth it at the end of that workout. And like I, going back, because I know we're going a little off on on like that motivation. But like I said, with that with that food, that fuel, that emotion, how are you looking at it? You know. Also, is your environment matching your journey? I know we tell people, is your environment? What I mean is, when you go home, when you open up that fridge, when you open up those cabinets, what's that? What kind of fuel source are you giving that body? Is all the stuff that you're looking in there, is that healthy for my fitness journey? And, and I know it's hard to tell people. It's like sometimes you got to throw those bad things away. Because if you come home, it's like I said, and I go back to it, that temptation is there if it's there. 
once you come home, if you have your healthy food, if all that stuff, and yeah, your five gummy bears or whatever the case may be, whatever works for you. Like I said, for me, it's quesadillas. <laughs> but if you go there and you know that I've changed my environment and changed my emotional aspect to a fuel aspect for my body, guess what? There's less chances of you breaking that regimen that you're building for yourself. Because, yes, we want to stay on track. We want to make sure we're fueling that body. But at the same time, if your environment isn't matching the goals, the results that you want, you're also you're sabotaging yourself. And that's the big thing we want to talk about. Are you self-sabotaging yourself? You're putting in all this work throughout the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, weekends here. I'm going to go out for drinks. Self-destruct. I'm going to go out a hamburger. I'm going to have a cheeseburger. It's my cheat weekend, you know. And I, like I said, I eat hamburgers. I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't. But I make sure it fits my macros. I make sure that I'm enjoying that hamburger. But at the same time, I'm making sure that it's not destroying my results. So you got to know how to fit it within your lifestyle, essentially. And you know what? I guess something that we really got to touch on, guys, is that, look, calories are in all kinds of foods. And there's different kinds of energy. Like calories just means energy. But food is fuel. Right, like a cheeseburger can be fuel. You got protein in there, and in red meat, red meat's bad. Red meat's loaded with iron. You get a lot of iron in there, which means more oxygen, more blood flow in the body. So everything you're consuming has nutrients. You just need a balance of it, right? Like you mentioned calories. I know a double double from In and Out, and if you, anyone's listening outside of California, I hope you guys have had In and Out before. But look, double double from In and Out, 670 calories, and it's about 40 grams of protein. I know that off the top of my head because that's how you fit it into your balance and you got to kind of know your calories you got to kind of know your macros that's something to talk to your trainer your coach or you can your literally friends, just google your family it. members are looking at you crazy you're like all right hold on double double i got my my fitness pal app i'm like all right typing in the macro protein carbs fats they're like what are you doing start eating you can't get healthy uh, on a uh, no, but watch me hold up you know but here's the thing, once you've built that habit, you know, and like I said, you don't have to do it all the time, but if you know your numbers, you're like, all right, I got like a thousand calories here or 500, whatever the case may be, you're being on top of them. And now you don't feel like you're truly cheating. You're just fitting it within your macros. And, and the, the, the thing is, is that I had this conversation recently with a client of mine. Uh, she goes, Christian, like, I need to stop eating french fries. Like, I eat Chick-fil-A, I eat In-N-Out, <laughs> oh, I eat this, I eat that. I'm in the drive-thru every night. Like, I'm self-sabotaging. I work so hard. I meal prep for lunch, and I have snacks all day. But come dinner time, I'm just so tired, so exhausted. I'm in the drive-thru, and I go, okay, well, why don't you just skip the fries in? Like, get the burger, but skip the fries. Like, get the protein in, but skip the extra fried carbs that you don't need, right? And she goes, Really? I, I can do that. And I'm like, well, you're not going over too much, right, on your calories. So we just need to balance that in. And the big thing is food is fuel if you can eat it in balance. So you kind of got to realize what your balance is. So like I said, if you don't know, you have no idea, you can literally Google calorie calculator, right, uh, bodybuilding.com, Scooby's calorie calculator.com. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah, you can go there. The sources out there. Figure it out for your own. And I ask you your age, your numbers, and that way you have a better idea. My Fitness Pal app is a great tool. But yet again, that that's a topic for another episode. Oh, man. Um... Biggest thing was, oh, yeah, the environment aspect, like I was saying. Just, I know we're growing a little bit off on that, but, yeah, just understanding your environment from home, around you, the people you're with, you know, just the food aspect. It's like I said, emotional, is it a fuel source? Is it an emotional source or is it a fuel source, essentially? So that's our, our biggest thing, our biggest topic. What is your relationship when it comes to food? Is it, are you self-sabotaging yourself? Are you... Fueling yourself properly. Are you not eating? Are you starving yourself? 
are you overeating? That's it's it's you got have to ask yourself all of these questions. If you're not asking yourself, or if anything, you're shying away from yourself from asking these questions. You know deep down whether or not you're making the right decisions. Essentially, I know whether I'm eating healthy, whether I'm not eating healthy, and I get it. Like you said, the biggest label for ourselves is we we are humans. I get that, but understand too, like you said. Your willpower will only goes so far if your environment is not what it's matching, essentially. Amen to that. So control your environment. Stop labeling yourself with something that's negative and just realize, guys, that food is fuel. What you think is unhealthy, I guarantee you, we would find a way to fit it in to get us results, not to hold us back from results. So I want you guys to take that and really think, oh, shoot. If they can see what I see is bad from a good perspective, maybe I'm seeing things wrong. How is it that you can upgrade your perspective? How is it you can change your point of view? How is it that you can get outside of yourself so that you're not looking at things head on, but you're looking at it from a bird's eye perspective and you can see not just what's in front of you, but you can see the whole entire picture? Because I guarantee you, if you change not just that vision in front of you, but you, you see things bigger and clearer for what they truly are, you will change the way that you act because you will be able to see what the future holds for you, not just the struggle that is ahead of you guys. So remember, don't label yourself. You're an amazing person. And if you're on a fitness journey, you've already taken the biggest step that most people, I would say 95% of people don't do. It's the risk. It's the leap. Like the hardest part is the leap of faith. And yeah. you have taken that leap of faith on yourself. So have faith, have hope, right? And realize that hope is the light in that tunnel, right? Like when you're in the tunnel of darkness, there's a light at the end of it and you're hoping eventually you get to the light at the end of the tunnel. That's your hope, and you need to have faith in that hope, and you need to stop labeling yourself. You need to do your best to control and enjoy your the environment. Process. And freaking enjoy have some fun. Have like, some fun with it. Keep your head up. Think about it. If you're I in the tell tunnel, people, start smiling. They come in, they're working out, and they're and like, they hate oh, us for it. They hate us for it. And I tell them, like, why aren't you smiling at me? You should be smiling. You should be smiling. They're like, but it hurts. It burns. I'm like, I know. That's why you should be smiling. You know it's working. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it. If, you're, if it's burning, it's, it's earning, baby. That's yeah, what exactly. I say. Um, but, guys, look, thank you for the episode two of the of Real Fitness Talk. And, uh, like I said, if you guys got anything that you would like to hear more of, go ahead and let us know. You can go mm -hmm. ahead and contact us on our Instagram. You can go ahead and find us on YouTube. You can also find us on Google Podcasts. We got Spotify. We're up on yeah. Apple Podcasts. So, yeah. remember, Real Fitness Talk. Instagram, YouTube, all social media platforms were out there, guys. So whatever it is that you use most common, go ahead and give us a follow. Go ahead and share our videos. Go ahead and tag your friends. They, and, you know, if you got other people on this fitness journey that you know deep down inside are labeling themselves in a negative way, tag them on this. That way we can help upgrade the mindset. Because remember, if you can make a shift in your mind, you can make a shift in your life, all right? Right. Yeah. So like I said, um, like he said, you can follow us on YouTube, Real Fitness Talk Podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can give us a follow there as well. Um, also, like I said, we also even started Instagram, so you can give us a follow. Got questions, you can DM us right there. Um, you can also um, follow us on Instagram, Minds of My Life Aesthetics. And Phoenix of Fitness, baby. Oh, there yeah. There you go. Awesome. Everybody, have a great day. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm looking forward to the next one. Oh, yeah.